LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. Well, you've probably heard about the movie Overcomer, but you might not know that there are actually some books and Bible studies that were inspired by the film. One is called Defined. It's by Alex and Stephen Kendrick, and it's a book and Bible study based on insights from the book of Ephesians. It's got personal stories and practical wisdom. Defined will challenge you to let the one who knows you best be the one who guides your heart the most. There's another book for teens and young women. It's called Radiant by bestselling author and co-star of Overcomer, Priscilla Shirer. For these teen girls, there's also the Defined Bible Study, which is an invitation for teen girls and young women to enjoy a candid conversation on identity. You can find these books and Bible studies at lifeway.com slash overcomer. And now I hope you enjoy Ask Me Anything. Welcome to Ask Me Anything Season 2. I'm your host, Matt Love, and we are kicking off our season sharing some of our favorite leadership lessons from Pastor JD. So a little bit different from our normal question and answer format, but these are just some really helpful quick thoughts on some different leadership topics. And so you don't want to miss any of these weeks in September where we're sharing some of these things from Pastor JD. And so in our episode today, JD very quickly answers some common questions uh, around working, specifically working in a church. So questions like, how many hours should we expect our team to work each week? And what does rest look like in ministry? So let's jump in. There were a couple things I was just going to add to accentuate about, first of all, that ditch of laziness and overwork. Just really practically speaking, this is helpful for me as a guide. Um, How many hours a week do we really expect you to work if you have a full-time job here? 46. And the reason I say that is because every volunteer at our church, every regular summit member who works a 40-hour job, we ask them for at least six extra hours. So it's, it's not fair if we are including all of our ministry, small group, going to church in the 40 hours. It, it, it'll throw off our scale, and we'll start asking our people for things we're not willing to do. So it's like not tithing. Well, I don't tithe because I get paid by the church. Well, I would just say, well, yeah, I work my 40 hours, and then I'm going to put in another you know, six hours. So I realize that doesn't translate to everybody, you know, hour counters, but just in general, I'd say we all expect to work about 46 hours a week. Don't seek from inspiration what can only come through perspiration. That's on the, the needing to work side. One of the things I loved about the creativity book we reviewed last time was just how he pointed out that, you know, even something that's unbelievably creative, like a Pixar movie, doesn't, it usually starts as a, you know, as a, a flop. It's just, a, it's a dud. And what changes it to being what it is, is not inspiration, it's perspiration. I feel that way about sermons. Every sermon starts out bad. And what, you know, it's one of my preaching professors says, great sermons are 10% inspiration and 90% perspiration. So, you know, working hard, Tim, Malcolm Gladwell saying it takes 10,000 hours to become good and proficient at something. You know, just working at it and practicing it and keeping going through it. And so, um, just wanted to uh, bring that out. You see the point there, never settle for working on the church when you're called to work in it, too. That's just that idea that part of uh, this way to sustain yourself in working hard is to have life-giving dimensions of your work. And working on the church is life-draining. 
but it is being involved in regular small groups and life-on-life ministry that becomes really rewarding. And then the fourth in there, rest by living according to, uh, to boundaries and to rhythms. Uh, that's where we just really kind of get uh, understand that the, I'm like this, and I think most people are like this, that there are four kinds of rest you've got to take every day. Um, I've given you these before, but I think they're really, really important, and you may just jot them down to think about four kinds of rest that you need every single day. One is we need social rest. Social rest just means time where you're recharging with friends, uh, building that into your week. I've heard it recommended at least one night a week that you're with several friends and you're recharging. Even if you're married and family, just you know, one night a week that you're, you're doing that. Um, mental rest. Uh, mental rest, uh, you know, in order to figure out what mental rest is, one of the experts I was reading said, figure out what work is and just do the opposite. So if work is physical labor, then read a book. But if work is reading all the time, like mine, then go out and do something physical, exercise or, you know, whatever. So um, doing some kind of mental rest. Physical rest is the third kind, and that is just the ever-present uh, need for sleep. I saw the most fascinating TED Talk the other day. I mean, some of you may have seen it. But they, they were explaining how the brain works. That, you know, every other place in your body, the blood brings stuff in and then takes the waste out. Your brain is the one part of your body that doesn't work that way. What, the, when the, the toxins, the, the, the waste from, you know, the, uh, it's an absurd amount of energy that's consumed in your body. gets consumed in your brain. So it produces a lot of waste. The things that carry away, whatever that stuff's called that carries away waste in your, in your head, it's not blood. And it only comes out when you're sleeping. It's not even in there. It's not released. And the moment you are sleeping, it goes in there, which is why after you've been up for a long time, you get all kind of cluttered in your thinking. It's because your head's full of garbage, literally. It's full of waste. Um, it's why when people don't sleep for days, they kind of go crazy because literally their brain has been filled up with things that, that do it. And so it's just like the best thing I can do to be a good reader, writer and preacher is I just get a lot of sleep. Morning JD is awesome. I mean, he is amazing. Night JD is just, I mean, he's, it's awful. Uh, it's just literally, it's because it's waste up there. So it's just, you know, it's uh, getting sleep. And then the, um, the last one, spiritual rest, you know, just um, learning what Chris said to think through some of those things. So it is something we want you to keep constantly before you, constantly before you, um, just because we want to work together for the next 30 years. And that's not going to happen when you burn out in a blaze of glory. Have you guys been listening to the 5LQ podcast with Todd Atkins recently? As a part of the LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network family, he has recently interviewed leaders like David Platt, Ryan Myers, and Louis Giglio. And he's also been doing book breakdowns on shifts in discipleship. So just look up five leadership questions on your favorite podcasting app and subscribe today.